What's good, everyone? Free Thinker Podcast back again with another episode, lockdown edition this time as well. Um, as always, normally, I mean, normally you see us in the, in the rooms or whatever, we're physical, but this time it's online, so it might be a di- bit different. Sound might sound a little bit different as well, but it's all good. Before we begin, obviously, just a little housekeeping, everything. Make sure to, if you listen to this, if you're new, give us a subscribe, give us a like, give us a share. Follow the social media platforms as well. So that's Instagram at FreeThinkPod, Twitter, FreeThinkerEnt, and YouTube, FreeThinkerWorld, world spelled W-R-L-D. Cool. But now we've done that, we're going to introduce everyone. Obviously, as always, I'm the host, Joe or Joey or Joseph, whichever anyone prefers. We've got my guest, Eman. He's been here a couple of times, so... Probably recognize him, but you want to introduce yourself again at you, man. Let them right, so recognize me. your voice. Right, um, my name is Emmanuel. Um, you know, me and Joe are friends. I follow, I've been following this pod for a minute because it's it's the influence, it's the influence, really. It's kind of what we're talking about, the variety of the subject matters, which I find quite inspirational. So thank, back thank here you, again. Thank you. Thank, cool. love it. thank you. I mean, you've been on here a couple of times before, man. You didn't need to keep it too simple, but... But, so, <laughs> you know saying, but it's cool, man. It's it cool. depends on what vibe we're saying here. Actually, let's keep it formal. But yeah, but it's it's real. I love, I love. Thank you. I love. I think about right, right two topics. Appreciate that, man. And we've got another special guest here. Someone that I even found on Twitter on a random one because I saw they were doing something that I really liked, like the, the work that they were doing. Something that I've always aspired to do, like something that I've always been influenced by. So I followed them and I've kept close, like following of like their work and everything. So we've got LS here. If you want to introduce yourself, talk, tell them who you are. Yo, people, I'm LS. Um, yeah, I'm a manga creator from the UK. Um, I only recently started talking to Joe. Well, we've been following each other for a while, but I only recently started listening to the podcast. Obviously, you're getting slapped at FIFA while listening. <laughs> So uh, it's, not, it's, not, it's not the podcast fault as well. Just so everyone knows. Nah, nah, nah. I'm, 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 I'm just dead at FIFA, fam. It's not dead my fault. Man, Joe, nah, 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 nah. Just getting slapped online by random people. I was playing with Arsenal, so I kind of shot myself in the foot. See, to be honest, you're by Munich fan. I'm an Arsenal fan, but I really oh, is it? Munich as well, man. Just United, just to have to have to have it helps with the pain, man. It helps with the pain. Arsenal Bro, fans, you, you know, you know what it is. You can't let Arsenal depress you anymore, man. You just got. I'm numb to it. I, I'm, I'm numb to it, innit? Like as as you're an Arsenal fan, innit? Like we're all numb to it by now. So it is what it is. Yeah, it's, it's the hope it is. that it's the hope that kills you. You just got to laugh, otherwise you'll cry, innit? Literally, but yeah, moving on. Cry. Yeah, moving on from that. Obviously, I listened to the podcast, and yeah, he asked me to come on, and you know, I'm, I like what you guys do. So here I am. Appreciate that, man. Um, yeah, so you, you have the manga Shade of Red. You want to yeah. introduce it, like, just talk about it, everything. Just um, yeah, Shade of, yeah, Shade of Red is a manga that I've been planning since I was in year seven. So I think I was around, yeah, 11. And I just got started when I am, when I was 23, so in 2020. Um, yeah, it's, it started off small uh and it's expanded into a universe now so we have a prequel on the way called beauty of the breakdown and the sequel kind of called the lone spaceman so yeah that's that's what it is but shade of red speaks for itself is i can't really explain it you have to go read it you have to go read it did you say that the prequel was called beauty of the breakdown yeah beauty of the breakdown yeah um, I was reading a, a bit of Shade of Red, and um, I guess the name comes from the level, I guess, and I'm guessing the level of um, evil. Where does the beauty of the breakdown name come from? Um, 
Right. Well, see, you see me, uh, normally I have an editor or someone that comes onto the podcast with me because uh, I have a tendency of spoiling my own series. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, Beauty of the Breakdown, I can't tell you how it's linked in the same universe, but Beauty of the Breakdown basically follows a superhero. Uh, basically, there's an age of superheroes and everyone's powers are an extension of themselves. So super strength, super speed there's an extension of you. Whereas this one superhero, he, his powers are a reflection of him because his powers depend on his emotions. So yeah. when he's a child, uh, when you're a child, you, you usually experience more positive emotions because you're new to the world. However, yeah. when you grow up, you start experiencing negative emotions and those negative emotions start affecting the people around him and it breaks relationships. And it's about how he's trying to be a hero in a world of heroes. But yeah. He can't be because at the end of the day, even though he's a hero at his core, he is human. No, that's real. That's real. What so, I wanted to ask as well is um, like, what, what were the main inspirations behind you even like creating? I know you said you wanted to do it since you're seven, but like, yeah. what, what really made you say that? Because a lot of people like me and my E-man that's here, we obviously watch these things that like we fantasize about all these different animes that like we watch and all this stuff. What was it that made you want to have your own one? Was it just a thing of like you wanted to bring something that's in your mind to life or like just wanted to represent yourself on there or what? Um, well, if you're talking about direct influence, my direct influences would be uh, One Piece. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm a huge One Piece fan. Uh, and um, going forward from there, obviously, I've, I've took, taken elements of One Piece and other animes that I've liked. Yeah. And I've had this idea in my head. And that's the thing. Most ideas, they start in the head. They yeah. stay in the head. And for me, for a good while, it stayed in my literally, head. Literally, yeah, but man, that's yeah, e- even with you guys doing the podcast, like, I can imagine it was an idea that started in the head, and now you're here. Yeah. Like the fact that you lot have actually gone through with it is yeah. amazing in itself. You know what I'm saying? That's why no one can ever say anything about your work. Yeah, no, it's real because like, I don't know. You, you you listen to the pilot in it. I was even I remember I was even saying even like this for example, the idea of a podcast came three years before I actually did it. So it's like, even with you, it, I see what you said is real because it's like all the time, a lot of people they have an idea and they have, they have a whole vision for something in their head, but it stays there. And either they put, they like try to take the first step into it, but then after that, I don't know what happens, maybe they get put off, like the results you see or the results you get aren't like what you expect because you're obviously, some people have the comparisons with other people online or anything like that. But again, like you said, you've actually brought it to a fruition and obviously it's brought you here, it's brought you to different, yeah. many different people, like, I yeah. saw you, when you dropped, I think it was your last, your latest chapter, I yeah. saw for Neverworld. Um, yeah. YouTube, I saw that. him comment and it's yeah. like, rah. I, I saw that. I was like, Wait, rah. Neverworld commented on your chapter? Damn, bro, I watched it for Neverworld since bro, like year 12. Like, since like, since like 12 and that. Like, we're in school constantly yeah. talking about anime. Yes. We would watch for Neverworld reviews. Yeah. Wow, yeah. that's, I've been following for Neverworld since like year seven. Yeah. Like literally weekly watching his bleach reviews, his Naruto reviews. Same. The yeah, bleach ones the time. So when, when he followed me, I had to like refresh it to say, nah, he didn't, he didn't really follow. I didn't. Yeah, bro. Man just followed me and liked the shade of red tweet, sent me a little DM and I couldn't believe it, bro. Like, I was, I was happy. Like, I was shouting down the house. I was like, Raw, Fadebo just followed me. I was calling my friend. I was like, bro, you can't believe it, bro. Fadebo just followed me, fam. I didn't know how to act. I didn't know how to act because obviously seeing someone that you looked up to over the years, you feel like even as him, as a person, you feel like watching him over the years, you've grown with that person as well. And to kind of get recognition from someone when they're all the way in a different country 
focus on their own thing for them to take a moment and recognize what you're doing it's 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 mad it's mad because like a lot of times you you forget that a lot of these people are just normal people as well yeah yeah that's the thing but it's crazy as well have have, have you had any other youtubers get at you or anyone like that um obviously there's the anime lately i don't know if you guys have ever heard of them no they're they're an adam they're an anime podcast in the u.s as well they got in contact with me i say the biggest one is when um i sent my uh my portfolio to viz and then Viz liked the tweet. That was a that was a big like that was big as well. I can't lie. Really? Yeah, Viz Media. Yeah, like that was. Oh, so crazy. damn. That's, nah, lit. that's, <laughs> that's actually lit, man. No, no, well done, man. Like, that's actually lit. I can't Thank lie. You. You. No, I kind of wanted to like circle back to what you said about um, your influence and drawing your main influence from One Piece, which um, I was reading the prelogue and I, I kind of got a sense of that. But in yeah. terms of like creative direction, your artistic style, because one thing I noticed while reading it is that I don't know if it's deliberate that you do this, but I can see some kind of, like your mangaka isn't, I would say the art style is your typical mangaka style. I can see hints of Western influence in the design mm. of the characters. I was going to say that. Was I, that I noticed deliberate that well. or did you, or was that deliberate or is it because we, we're, we're British, so we live in the Western society, so it just comes up without you even notice, or did you try to show little bits of your, of your British um, Western type create um artistic style in your work um so i'm gonna go on a bit of a tangent here so when so when, when we were talking about first. yeah yeah when we was talking about influences um so as a kid it was an idea in the head and as i started to get older i started to look around and think from the uk what do we have where yeah. people look at our country and see what we have like what what, what do they see us for mm. and i was thinking most of the media as young black people in the uk most of the media that we have is a lot about gang violence like the only time people yeah. recognize us is stuff like um when top way comes top out way, yeah. Yeah, yeah stuff like that but i know so many creative people in the uk to say that we are more than that so yeah. when when writing shade of red i wanted to have that influence in there now i am not the artist i am just the creator i had okay. to find an artist and i found someone from the philippines aaron who's my right hand man so it's a duo so Aaron is from the Philippines. And mm-hmm. when I was speaking to him about the idea, we both wanted to put our influences from our own country in there. So yeah, you can see the influence through the Western kind of art, but then there's also a lot of like Filip- Filipino stuff in there as well. Um, so a lot of the stuff, like when you see some of the writing, a lot of people thought it was like Chinese or Japanese. It's actually Babayan, which is an ancient script from the Philippines before the Spanish took over. So it's kind of like an Asian script. So that's like how, how our influences are both in the story. But there's a lot of more, there's a lot more to come. Like, I know this is a bit of a spoiler as well, but um, there's a whole race there in Shade of Red that speaks London slang as their, as their way of speaking. That's, 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 you know, that's a very Because that's something that's always in everyone's head. And I think I even no. saw you, I think you posted something one time where it was, I think it was, um, your, it was your main character, Zora, right? yeah. yeah. I think I must have, I don't know if it was that main character, but I saw something where, and then the, obviously the speech bubbles was like, oh, yo, what's good, fam? Something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 thinking, yeah, oh, yeah. It's yeah. too lit. Yeah, I posted you know a scripture, kind of, yeah. Do you know what it kind of reminds me of? It kind of reminds me of um, Samurai Shampoo, because, yeah. With, yeah. because excluding yeah. Samurai Shampoo, most animes, when they're trying to do like a depiction of any Western um, type people, it's not gonna, it doesn't seem authentic. And I feel like what was good about your um, your uh, manga is that you as a manga like you didn't try to 
emulate or copy Japanese stuff. Like you used your own influence and made it work in the manga, which was which makes the story like genuine and more developed. Like even your yeah. use of slang, it just it, it flows normally like how slang should be. It's not an emulation of anything else, which yeah. is good. They write what you know. Yeah, and I feel like when when you say you're a black manga car, everyone's expecting your like for you to just push every character to be black. Like I've tried to create like a whole cast that are very diverse. Yeah, yeah, they expect Mudox, yeah. But I've created a whole cast of diverse people. So Zora, his origin is from Japan. Uh Gianna, the uh, main female character, uh, she's she's light skinned. Uh she's her influences is like from America. So because yeah. yeah, I actually I actually named her after Kobe Bryant's daughter. Um, because that's that that's one thing that I struggle with as a writer, and that's creating names. Uh, yeah. because obviously if you're drawing names from different influences or places, you have to research the names of those countries. And I was struggling with her name so much. But obviously when Kobe passed, Kobe, I looked up to him and obviously I thought it was only right to name the main female of the, the cast after his daughter. So yeah. Oh, that's good still. Um, but then again, he's right. Cause that's kind of a big thing with um, manga and anime is that yeah. the name, like think about like Dragon Ball Z, like like the whole sayings are like vegetables. Yeah. Because of you know them gods well, they're yeah. alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, they're yeah. Like, the names have to be from somewhere. The names are significant in a sense. Yeah, it, it, it's similar to like um one of my favorite manga cousins, obviously Pete personally directs. You know Watanabe. He he did Samurai Champloo, Cowboy mm. Bebop, all, all mm. of them. Like, and I've I've watched all of his because I feel like he always has a unique style. So like mm. in something, let's say like Samurai Champloo, it's yeah. based in Japan and all that. Even though it has the hip hop influence, but what I like about him is that. Let's say in the fourth to last episode, you have Americans come over and they speak in American and then the American, one of them is translating. And then when you have him, have you watched Terror in Resonance? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then you see when the the Americans come and then even the Japanese characters, they they speak English, but with their Japanese accents because he likes to keep it as authentic as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched all of his, like Carolyn Tuesday... Carolyn Tuesday's Cowboy, hard, fam. Cowboy Bebop. And I was guessing because Carolyn oh. Tuesday and Cow- was, is based in the same place as Cowboy Bebop. Cowboy Bebop, yeah, same universe, same universe. That's hard. Yes. But like, um, what I also wanted to ask you again is that like, even with your characters, let's say, because obviously you've mentioned how you've kind of kept it authentic as well in that mm. you've kept brought them in from different places so they have real origins from like American, Japanese, wherever. What mm. kind of um, influences did you have to develop in those specific characters and like, what did you push towards them? Like, did you try to make their personalities match? Because I know, like, I feel like sometimes some people try to project like stuff in real life. So, like, let's say mm. there's a girl that you fancy, yeah, and you know, in all, mm. in all anime, there's gonna be like a female co- um, protagonist, whatever. You try, yeah. Say in real life, there's a girl you fancy. You try and like make her character as much as that girl as possible, mm. or try and mm. put yourself in the MC's um, personality. Like, did mm. you do any of that, or what other influences did you have to? So, right, so if I develop that question a little bit more. Like, yeah. um, like um, you know how you said, like, you got characters from America and some from Philippines and some from Japan. Um, like, what Joe was saying is that when they try to get characters from all different places, um, another thing they do is they try to make that character, the, like, the stereotype, make, make him embody that nation, mm-hmm. that um, nation of a person. Like, with your process and your development of the characters, how did you, like what Joe said, how did you, you know, um, develop your characters well lucky for me well i say lucky but it was a hard process lucky for me shade of red is set in its own world where 
there's not like countries like America and all that stuff there. It's just the the influence of ah, see, I'm gonna get into spoiler ter- territory. Nah, let it, let, let it fly. Yeah, beauty of the breakdown. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If you don't want to spoil it, don't yeah. want to spoil it. Let's, yeah. let's wait for it to come That's out. Fine, so people could actually read it. All right. Yeah, uh, Beauty of the Breakdown will go into more detail about character influences, but Shade of Red you should just see as its own as its own world. And Beauty of the Breakdown will explain why some things are influenced by different countries. But Shade of Red is Shade of Red is its own world. You mostly have like the way I done it was basing it off territories. So um, if you look at the, the map of Shade of Red, there's a center and then there's like four continents around and those four continents decide how your personality are, is basically. So, yeah. Okay. I got, I got a question. Mm-hmm. So um, I remember um, like reading stuff some um, about Akira Toyama Mm-hmm. And when it came to like the um, Cell Saga and just a whole bunch of different stuff, and he he's he's quite famously known for when creating something, forgetting that that thing happened. So he would forget like um like like let's say he he'll forget that Gohan had the ability to go Super Saiyan two, which is the truth. But this bro, is he, bro, he forgot all about Gohan because they <laughs> they, they done him dirty, right? I have forgiven them for what they did to that guy. <laughs> You turn him dirty, but, you turn him into but a when you're creating like such a vast world and you're creating um this whole new story and then you you have your prequels um with that as a writer not even just like as a writer how hard is it to one make consistent um stories like cohesively link and not to forget about stuff that's happened making sure you have like a story that's cohesive and you just mm. don't um, forget about plot elements and like dropping mm. stuff in the stories so the way I did it is I I wrote the whole lore of Shade of Red before everything happened, before the main story takes place. So once you have the the past written down, and it's, it's, it's difficult because you think, oh, how is this going to link to the future? How is this going to link to the future? And you have to keep it, like, yeah, continuity is a thing. You have to keep it all in line with each other. So it's difficult, but once you start finding the linking patterns and then you realize that you've done it, like you had, I mean, you realize that you managed to keep it all in line with each other, then you get so excited and you're so happy with it. I don't know how Toriyama forgot that, like, forgot certain things because I can't forget certain things. I was literally explaining him the whole story to my brother the other day, and he was amazed. Like, he was amazed about how well everything linked and how much everything made sense. So, I don't know, as a writer, I say just write, write down the past. And then let it dictate the future, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, do you know what it is? Because I, I, I even always wonder, yeah, like, so I'm guessing, like, you, you've watched Bleach before, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. See stuff like Bleach and even Attack, do you, do you read Attack on Titan? I don't read it, no, I'm an anime only. Ah, uh, cool. But, but even with Attack on Titan, let's say, I won't, I won't mention any spoilers here, but like, actually, I know, you, I know, I know everything that happens. But... Nah, but not forget, <laughs> forget that, that's not important. But what, what I wanted to know, because obviously, sometimes I always think, like, you see how, let's say, okay, let's just use Bleach for an example, yeah, you see how with. Eisen, right? You had mm. all these mad things that, like, all these crazy plot twists and all that. Mm. And even in Attack on Titan, like, all these crazy plot twists where it's like, right, you think back to the episode one and it's like, mm. this was this this was still present day. We, we it just didn't catch our minds. And yeah. I was thinking to myself, did they plan that ahead, or are these guys just writing this as they go along and it's just making sense? Yeah. For you, that's what I wanted to know. Like for you, yeah, are are you have you got the whole like have you got all the plot twists and everything planned out already? Yeah, yeah. 
that you're gonna make it up as you go. Because I always wonder, like, did they know like this stuff already? Because, like, let's say chapter one of Attack on Titan was mm. like ten years ago, or whatever, and there was a chapter that came out a couple of months ago, and it's like it links back to episode one. And I always think to myself, that's ten years apart. Like, surely mm. you didn't have this exact detail written mm. down then, or like. So yeah. I know, yeah. Do you do you do I, it as you go ahead, or you have everything plotted out? I feel like the difference with what I am doing, I'm uh, shown and jump specifically, is yeah. obviously I'm I'm on webtoon, so everything is is from me. When you're yeah. in shown and jump, you have a lot of editors that yeah. influence your story. So there may be things that you forget because it wasn't your own original idea; it was an editor's idea. So that that's how stuff can get muddled but with me i have it all planned all the plot twists everything, everything. is all planned everything so, is so all you know how this is going to end as well yeah right, right now yeah i know how this is going to end i don't know yeah. if this is entering spoiler territory but do you, do you know how long or like how many chapters you plan to get this is this is this is this is going to be a long story is all i can say we we, we barely touched the surface because because uh, I'm thinking I know you're like around the same age as us. It? We all grew up on like the long running animes, not like yeah. the short ones we have now or like the seasonal things. I can't lie. Yeah. I start. I, pref- I actually started to prefer the short ones. Especially yeah. the that's because there's that's because there's no fillers in it. Like, I like no, it's because yeah. it's a more cohesive story. Yeah. As in, like, not even just with the sorry, not even just with the fillers. Is that like, um, like 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 the question you um said with with the really long ones, you have a fair of introducing a new plot point and it just not going anywhere. And as a reader, that's just so disappointing. Kind of like mm. the Gohan thing of Gohan being the strongest and then them realizing that, oh, the, the fans, the editors are one that, which is good about this, this being control, um, this Shade of Red being controlled by you with no editors is that you can do it how you want to do it. And mm. I feel like with the short ones with, and even though they do have editors, they don't have the fear of, like plot points being dropped, things lingering, and all of that, just for the sake to appease fans. Yeah, it, it it depends what type of story you're wanting to write as well. Like me, I want mine to be an adventure. Like I want people to read right from chapter one. By the time they get to the end, they're like, "Wow, what journey?" But some people they don't they don't want that. They want to just focus on a specific thing, and just keep that there. So that's why you get like those short those short to the point stories. But that's that's just as good as long stories as well. Would you consider yours an adventure? I feel like with the art style, it gives me more of a, like this, kind of like a thriller of a sense, huh? Thriller? Yeah, even even when I was reading the prelogue, like, I think maybe just because of the animation, it just, it screams like, I think think that's why I kind of liked it, because it, Mm. it, it was so engaging like like the art style was so engaging the story with um mm. the devil's return it reminded me of have you seen castle Ka, um castle in netflix no i haven't watched i haven't watched i haven't watched that long no. it, it kind of reminds yeah. me of that it's like it's just somewhat of a dark tone but it's not so dark and i feel like mm. with that with the drawing of this and i'm visualizing it as an anime i feel mm. like it could go so well as that yeah um the thing that you need to realize about Shade of Red, the more that you read, you will realize the world's fate is dependent on a bunch of idiots, fam. I can't even lie to you, bro. I can't even lie to you. You need to look at, you just need to look at like a lot of their upbringing. Zora, the main character, yeah. who's like meant to be this Shade of Red, the, the big guy, like he was, he was, he was brought up in a forest. This guy has mm. not, like if you take it into our world, this guy basically has no GCSEs, never attended school no, in his life. And it's just a lot of um, it's a lot, a lot of the things that Zora does is on impulse. Um, yeah. 
So like, but you see him grow as a character because he realized that sometimes his impulsive actions can lead his friends into danger. So he needs to take a step back a bit and think so that, so like even like one thing I'd say about Luffy is I love Luffy as a character. Luffy is one of my favorite characters, but Luffy is always going to be impulsive no matter what. Yeah. And I, I wanted Zoro to always be impulsive, but I also wanted him to have consequences for his actions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not so basically you're not following the shonen hero type formula where he's just like like it's just black and white like he's just completely 100% good and um he's pure of heart and he everything he does has no necess- not really necessarily any consequences because he doesn't do anything that requires him to have consequences negative consequences yes. Go yes yes and no because at his soul, he will always be like a shonen protagonist. That's what yeah. Zora is. But it's the people around him that challenge his ideology, basically. It's the villains that he encounters. And he you have to realize in a world where, where there's a lot of war and death, you can't save everyone, if you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. And he, he has to, yeah, he has to realize that. Uh, I, got, I got kind of another question. This is one I was really, really trying to pose that mm-hmm. I kind of always want to explore myself. Um, when you're um, creating a manga, when you're creating a manga, and um, because to me all I see is the story and the drawing, but like for people who don't know, like myself, can you explain the process of just maybe not just start from starting to once yeah, you from, started, from yeah, rock bottom, yeah. like what's the first thing yeah. you did to so like first, yeah. how you went about it? I don't, it's, it's so it's so different for everyone. For me a lot of it stayed in my head for so long. Cause like, obviously I'm dyslexic and I hate writing in it. So yeah. for me to just go and just say, oh, you got to write it. But in my head, I had this whole world, this whole story, but it needs to be written down. So once it's written down, it can be transferred to someone. So the process that I, that I did was obviously thought about it for years and years, got all the lore in my head. Like I was telling you guys, always was thinking about the backstory, characters past, all that stuff there, started writing that down. Then, um, then if you're in my position where you can't uh, draw, if you're in my position where you can't draw and you need to find someone that's going to imitate your image, you need to find someone that can relate to you. Like when I found Aaron, like I remember when I was doing the interview process for what type of artist I was going to go for and had many amazing artists come to me. I'm not discrediting anyone. But when I was speaking to Aaron and I was giving him the character designs for Zora, and Gianna, Gianna, Gianna was an important one because obviously she's black. So it's like, I have to have, like, it has to be important. It has oh, to come you, off well. Black, yeah, you yeah, had yeah. The black, I saw you had the Black Lives Matter thing as well at the beginning of the one page. Yeah, yeah. That as well. Yeah, and, 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 I, and that's even the thing. When the protests were going on, Aaron's the one that came to me and said, oh, we should make a post to show that we support what's going on. And it's, 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 some, it's someone like that that understands you even though he's he's not black, he's Filipino, he understood the message or what Shade of Red stands for. And it's about a representation of culture. And in Shade of Red, we accept all cultures. You know, you know what I'm saying? So if you're looking for an artist, you've got to find someone that embodies that. And the most important thing, the most important thing is you've got to have fun. You can't yeah. not have fun. I mean, you're literally a god of a world. You have these characters. You've got to have fun with them. You understand what I mean? You've got to have yeah. fun. And that's, that's the most important bit, I think. Because if I wasn't, if we were, sorry, so I was had another question, but this is this this is kind of one that came from what you said with the growth of Shade of Red 
and being a black mangaka and not even just not even just that just having like you are like you said you are the god of these worlds and as the audience grow do you feel fears of expectation that people have been so invested in these characters and when before you're about to put um, up a story like something mad happening like kind of equivalent to like ace dying or something do you feel fear of will people like this or is this like, like this thing i'm about to introduce about to change the story like differently do you feel fair before releasing those chapters i feel like that's why that's why you have editors though because you the editors that you have around you so the people that i've got need to be people that will enjoy the story but also challenge you as a writer to say if that's a good idea or not and uh, so that, that so they, you, you kind of have you know have to in a way use them as feedback as a as a general audience. So I haven't got to the points where I've discussed what characters will die or anything with them yet. I've mostly just gone on a chapter to chapter basis and showing them. But um, yeah, like I said, you just have to use your ad- editors and just it's always worrying when you're gonna do something major and will it pull off. But like I said, at the end of the day, no one can discredit you because it's your story at the end of the day. Yeah. I, I don't, like if Oda does something, I don't think Oda's sitting there thinking, oh, I wonder if people will say this or say that. He, at the end of the day, it's his story. He tells it the way he wants to. I feel like he does, which is why he's so slow in actual development and stuff like that because he's just testing the waters. That's yeah, yeah, but yeah, there, there, there's te- there, there's testing the waters. I mean, like, like I said, I can, I can say here, this could be 2020 and then 2025, I could change the way Shade of Red goes completely, but yeah. you 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 grow as a writer. So I suppose there may be stuff that I will grow to, and maybe there will be ideas that I will never do, and then I'll come out in the future and say, "Oh yeah, this was actually meant to happen, but it didn't." So, what 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 would you say is like the most challenging thing of like the whole creation process? Like what what are the main struggles that you've had in the beginning and like have been having constantly? In terms mm. of like the creation and like the creative process, and what would you say is probably like the most exciting part of it as well? The most challenging part is probably me. Um, me, yeah. I've uh, I've been going through a lot recently. Um, mostly a lot of self sabotage. I can't even lie. And um, when you start making things like like you were saying earlier with expectations, there's not only expectations on the story, but there's expectations on you. You mm. realize like a lot of my demographic after doing research is like teenagers like 13 up to 17 that's a lot of my demographic that read and um it's like now these people are not only looking at the story but they're looking up to you as a person are you the best person for this are you the best person to to be a role model you've got to start being a role model now and um I i won't lie to you no i recently i haven't been the best role model and um when you're not in a good place writing a story is 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 hard so I've been trying to focus on doing a lot of self-reflecting and I feel like as humans, we always try to find excuses for why things happen or why you've done certain things, but it's the hardest thing in the world to sit down and say, no, you are the problem. Stop using those as an excuse. You are the problem. Because, how are you going to fix Yeah. How are you going to fix that? Facts. Because of the um, um, growing audience success and you said that, a lot of things we've done has influenced you and self-sabotage in a way. Do you believe that um, you as a person, you and you say your demographic were younger people, do you feel like you as self as a person had to change because you had these people looking up to you? 
or do you not feel like these people are entitled to my change like i don't like i could still be me and still part of these stories like no, 100 percent. I, 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 I wanted to change for the people that i was around as well because like i said you can't be on this self-sabotage journey it's not good for you it's not good for the people around you so i want to be the best me i can be and i've been i've been trying and I've been trying and it's so hard because there's there's people out there that know your mistakes and it doesn't matter how much you change people can still see you as the monster you was before and um that's the hardest part about changing it's because even as humans again when we do stuff when we see we want to see achievements we want to see physical achievements there's no self-reward in self-change you just have to do it you just have to do it there's no reward do you also feel that as um, a pressure of being a black ma- manga cut, as in, I like to me, there, there's only one other black manga cut I know from the US, but like in the UK, you're the only one I know. Like, who, do you feel? Who, 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 yeah, who, who's it in America? Is it is it Patrick? But uh, God Punch, God Punch. Yes. I yeah, think that's, yeah, that's yeah, hey, that's Patrick is one of my biggest influences as well. Patrick was the one where I saw where I saw God Punch, and I read it, and I was like. Oh, this is sick! And I, then it's I read sick, it. Yeah. I know that. I know that. There's even, there's even. Um, I think I showed I, it to you, though. Yeah, yeah, I remember. I remember. I saw it. And there's even, um, there's another one in the UK, but he isn't manga. He's just comics. Yeah, comics. Yeah, I speak to him comics. as well. I forgot, his, I forgot his Twitter name. I saw him. Uh, I added him the other day, actually. Yeah, yeah I forgot his but name. It's, but... but it's lit. Have you ever thought of like doing a manga slash comic thing? Or are you not um, that big into like the, the traditional comic book heroes? Uh, I feel, I feel like I'm gonna do physical releases. Of, okay. Um, but that that's that's in the future, and it that's that's yeah. in the future. But um, as precious as a black artist, you, I'd say, you know what? It was kind of scary at first, but you, once you're in it, you don't. As a black community, you don't understand how supporting everyone is. Like yeah. a lot, a lot of black people that were artists and creators themselves, that were podcasts or that on podcasts or made their own uh, comics, they they really flock to you and really want to see you do well. Yeah. So it's is actually one of the most like heartwarming things I've ever seen. Like honestly, even on that, yeah, because I know like growing up, obviously there was a point where like being into all this anime, like we see anime now as like the coolest thing, like to be into anime, yeah. Mm. And obviously, I remember there was a point where one time it's like not really gave a crap about it, but you, yeah, like, for us, yeah. man, you were still watching it. But people yeah, say, yeah, oh, yeah. sneaky, oh, yeah, childish, childish, this, that, and the other. Like from how, how did when when, when you first started. Literally, like when you first started, like developing mm. this, how was the trend? Like, what at what period was that in? Like, when you were bringing that idea to people, was it a thing of like it was just celebrated, like, rah, that's so cool, or was it like still on that the other side of the spectrum where people are still saying, ah, oh, cartoons, child, that that sort of thing? I mean, it's it's one of those things that where you're around people, you bring it up, and like, oh, yeah, that's a cool, cool idea, but then, like I said, it's about how did I make it more. And that's when I started to bring in like the representation of culture and all that stuff there. And I feel like maybe we're not as into it because there's nothing that represents us. Like I said, yeah. Um, most most anime is from Japan. Every anime is from Japan. Every manga is from Japan. So it's a lot of Japanese culture that maybe we wouldn't understand. But maybe if there was something that we did understand, then maybe people would be like more enthusiastic to write, to read or write or themselves and that's what I hope to do I hope to influence more people to go out and create themselves because I don't want to be the only one I don't want to be the only like black mango creator in the UK I want I want I want loads I want the competition I want because they they push you to do more yeah like um 
even like that's why again like to bring up Watanabe, the guy who did Cowboy Bebop and all that, he like he does all the cultural things. It's like as much as I love it, it's like and he does it in a very good like he represents it in a way where it's like you'd think like he's not just a Japanese guy like, he studies different cultures and that. Mm. And he also did an adaptation, an anime adaptation of Blade. I don't know if you've seen that. But it's like a no, short, I haven't seen it. Like a short blade. Is it thing. the animated style for one? Yeah, it's, it's in the anime. He and, did that. Yeah, and it's like they speak oh, well, American everything. That. But that was him as well. So it's like something like that. Yeah, you wouldn't think it's someone from Japan, but I feel like they need but it, it can get to the to another level and be even more authentic when there's someone like you who's actually from where like the stories you want to be told are from and like it's actually more because again, like in like I said in Japan he studied that guy he studies different cultures and he represents it well in America now like I don't even mean to sound bad but like we all know in America like they they don't really understand cultures outside of their own yeah that's why like even get again with the Hollywood things like yeah they, they thought, see their representation and their perception and then all we have from the UK is like the top boys yeah and I feel like that's the thing with uh Patrick and God Punch it was like when I saw it it wasn't a thing where like he made this black character and you should read this because it's black, like kind of like how black Panther was like, it's in your yeah. face. Black yeah. culture. I mean, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm saying like the way he just casually done it and he just had his character there. He, the character wasn't there because he was black. The character was just black and he had his own story. Oh, it was, you, you don't, you don't want to say, you don't want to say it's typical, but slightly it's typical. Just, just, a, just a little bit yeah 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 but but but, but that's that, that was refreshing because it didn't yeah. like he patrick wasn't telling you oh go read the story because it has yeah, a black yeah, main yeah. character the main the, the story was just good and there was just a black character there so and then when i saw it and i was like wow this black kid from america has made his own story why can't i and then i made shade of red and i hope that someone eventually sees shade of red and said wow this black kid from the uk made shade of red why can't i and i just hope to create that that spiral. I have a um, question even about the story. Mm. Is um, one thing when developing the manga, and this is something both me and Joey used to do when we were younger, like develop our own stories. But um, but like we, we would always talk about even just the pod, like it starting off as an idea until you you actually take the initiative that oh I am going to make this podcast mm. and or I'm going to make this manga. What is the question? Isn't just what fears you had about doing it, and but um, growing up like me, I'm Nigerian, like growing up in a black family household. Mm-hmm. If I told my mom that I want to pursue um, make, making manga stories, she wouldn't mm-hmm. see it as something that it could is a concrete career path or something mm-hmm. likely to do it because you don't have we there, there is no other examples, like you are mm-hmm. one of one essentially. What fears did you have and how did you try to overcome it? And also, if you still have these fears currently? Mm. Well, luckily for me, my parents, they weren't too strict on education. But it's not like I didn't. I I was just strict on myself in education. Obviously, I went and got my degree and everything. Um, What was that, by the way? So what was my degree in? Yeah. It's one of the most useless degrees in the world. It starts with a C. (laughs) Computer science. Nah, nah, nah. Even worse. Nah. Drama? Nah, C starts with a C. It starts with a C? Yeah. Criminology? Yeah, there we go. Uh, (laughs) I I just done, I just done, I just finished um, doing international relations, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. 
Yeah. How, how'd you find it? It was interesting. I can't because I was doing law at first, which obviously, obviously not not yeah. don't don't want to divert too much from the initial combo. But yeah, I was, doing, <laughs> I, I was doing law at first, and obviously the reason I, I even went for that is obviously because um in 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 during A levels I was really good at it. But the thing is, it's because my teacher made it enjoyable. But yeah. the reason I was really doing it is because I thought, yeah, it's just a good degree to have. But then when I switched, it's like this is something I can proper like. Yeah. Gauge yeah. That, 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 yeah. That's the thing. I was, I was good at criminology, so I just I just stuck with it. But um. Yeah, going on to what you said is you need to understand why you're making yeah. your manga. Are you, are you making this to get rich? Is it um, is it a career money idea for you? Or are you making this because you want to say you've done it and yeah. you can have that and you can say you told your own story? I feel like with me, it doesn't matter what I'm what I'm doing outside of Shade of Red. I'm just happy to have it there and to tell my own story. If it eventually grows into career, yeah. then... I'm happy and I'll make and, I, and I've always had the idea that if it did then I would make sure I'd invest into other creators and make sure that they also got their chance that's what I do with it and it, so as, I don't see it as like a money plan for me I see it as I wanted to tell my story just something I wanted to do yeah something like, well, how many people could say they have a mango I mean you know what I'm saying and I, and I do this might go into a little, maybe a little tiny bit of tangent, but something yeah. you said is that um, you like, if this does become something big, is that you want to invest in other creatives and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's one thing I've noticed about um, when black people go into new ventures, and especially me with computer science, when I'm like doing um, um, development, is one of my main things is to bring more black people into this mm-hmm. field. So I feel like once, I feel like in most black people's mindset is that once I've done this, I have the stepping stone to mm. bring more black people into this field. Mm. When I, well, so, yeah, with, with me, it's not, it's not just, it's not just black people. I think in the UK in general, mm. we are not taught to be creative at all. You look at, uh, yeah, you look mm. at uh, creative. You listen to episode three of this, of this podcast after, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Did a whole episode on that. Yeah, yeah. Well, then, yeah, then you guys know. Yeah, we're not taught to be creative at all. Mm-hmm. Even in school, the closest we got to creativity in English was Shakespeare. And like, you couldn't even express yourself in drama. There was a lot of like, stri- I used to do drama. There was a lot of strict rules. We did as well, still. Yeah, bro. There was a lot of sh- there, was, there was a lot of strict rules. If I said to my drama teacher, "Oh, can I do a play about Superman?" She would have slapped me. Fam. You know what it is? You know what it is? Though? The thing is, though, the, thing is <laughs> the thing is, though, yeah, you have to understand at some point, like, it's not their fault because when we're kids, it's not. We don't realize that. They're just doing their job, and it's yeah, they are. It's a curriculum yeah, that they're yeah. given. Yeah, they're it's, 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 the, I used to have this, like, literally, if you hear that pod, I will even talk about this. Like, even mm. know that like, people, like, I used to have this argument, like, why are we learning about this? Like, everyone, everyone in, in school, yeah, during GCSEs will tell you that they've had conversations with their te- math teachers talking about when am I going to use Pythagoras again? When am mm. I going to use quadratic equations mm. again? It's mm. like all that stuff gets flushed out of you. But you I, know, I, feel, I, I feel like I feel like that's it's not it's not vital in that you would use it but it yeah. challenges your mind and forever yeah. if you and i feel like if you're ever going to go into something your mind's going to be challenged and i feel yeah. like that's the whole point of those mad math math equations and whatever but I, like yeah. i said there, there needs to be a balance where no but my, my yeah. thought even on the math questions is on the fact yeah. that it's like i feel like you could be taught different things instead that in a so, different way so my, my whole thing is like yeah like what you said yeah they don't teach to be like they completely flush out creativity from you it's a thing mm. of like I feel like school should be teaching you obviously certain specifics, but they should also instill into you how to think and how to teach yourself as opposed to just mm. what to think. 
So they, mm. they should teach more about how to think and how to grow mm. and how to ask more questions. They don't like you asking questions. It's, yeah, yeah. This yeah. is, it, is what it is, and that's what it is. Like that's that's yeah. what you always get from. With his point, with his point about um, school not teaching creativity, I think is because, um, especially in British education, I think because with British education, they don't see creativity as a way for you to possibly contribute to the economy. Like yeah. in a sense, by creativity yeah. type of like mm. sport, which is why in Britain it's mainly more academic. Even when it comes to like the drama world tour, it was mainly more English, it was mainly more Shakespearean drama. It was mainly more those yeah, type like, of- Yeah. It's just Following what you said, and I, I feel like that's the whole problem with the UK, because you look in America, these are yeah. taught, about you can be who you want, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, even, even, yeah, even, even, even though it's... Yeah, don't glorify America because dead men don't even know. Okay, the illusion of the country. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not glorifying it. I'm, I'm, yeah, yeah. Most of what they're saying isn't true, but the fact that the ideal is there and that yeah, people yeah. say that. And if you look at it, yeah. If you, if, you, if, you, if you look in America, there's a lot more black uh, manga creators. I mean, you've only there, there's, there's actually loads that I've spoken to and it's like, wow, I can't find that in, in the UK. It's mad. Do you know, because that's I feel not like, even because of population. I want to mention two things. Firstly, I also feel like, because in this country, um, creativity in certain things is like a cherry on top. So it's like, for example, mm. private schools, if you go to private school in this country, you, you, you can come out like in the way that we're describing, wanting to do all these things. Like I have an infinite mm. private school and over mm. the first lockdown, he was doing online classes like, they actually like you being more creative and stuff. They let you do all these things. Mm. But here, it's a thing of, yeah, unless you're privileged enough to have that sort of thing, yeah. you're not going to get it. And also, secondly, secondly, mm. another thing I also wanted to mention and also ask you about is, like, for example, in America, you have a lot more black creators in that. I feel like in all things in America, because maybe it's so big and it's so diverse, like someone from Florida, someone from LA, someone from New York, completely different. It's just so many different things going on. Like, you look at all the Atlanta rappers, they just came out of nowhere. And everyone can get embraced, like mumble rap and look. You can be a weirdo, like you, you got guys mm. like Trippy Red. Like I'm a big mm. Trippy Red fan, but like mm. if Trippy Red was in the UK, that ain't gonna work. So yeah. My question for you was also like, in the UK, like we, like, I don't even need to go into. You know how like everything's a bit boxed in. Things are a bit mm. judgmental. People mm. are supportive, but not as much if if they don't f with it or they don't see everybody mm. else f with it. It's not really pe- see it's like normal. How, yeah. So like, how do you? How did you? deal with that and like, how did you find it in the sense of like acceptance like no I, I feel like i feel like that's that's one of the great things of social media is that i don't just have to be boxed into the uk i mean yeah. like i i wanted to take this worldwide anyway but be a representative from the uk so it's not it doesn't matter where i get my support from as long as there's people that are just enjoying it then then yeah so it's like I got a lot of sort of like even like just small things like like uh, females coming to me and saying, "Oh my God, Gianna's hair because she's got like a picky afro." You don't see that even just females coming up to me and saying, "Oh yeah, look, I really like that because I was representation." People from the Philippines saying, "Oh my days, you use Babayan script. I can't believe it. Like that's such a like thing that we haven't seen before." So it's just it doesn't matter where I get my support from. I'm just happy that. It's people good. can feel yeah yeah and people can feel represented and read something and and see a little bit of themselves or maybe even take it away and go be inspired it doesn't matter where that inspiration comes from i mean i was talking about the biggest um the, the things that made me happy like for neverworld viz media the thing that made me the happiest is when a uh black kid called Micah, he was 13 from the uk messaged me saying that he read my story and that he this inspired him to keep on writing that was one of the best things that I've read 
that that honestly touched me more than Viz or Forever World did. That's the that, that's, that's the beat of it all. Yeah, go on, Emmanuel. I got a question. It kind of has to do with the um, creativity in the UK and mm. writing your story. So, um, with like typical manga and anime, there, I wouldn't say it's formulaic, as in there are certain tropes that a manga and anime follows, like certain writing styles. And being someone from the UK, I'm not having that, um, not having that kind of like influence. I'm not coming from that. Would you say your writing style differs from? Um, differs from your Japanese typical um, manga? And if so, would you say that's like a good thing? Or would you like, would um, you even consider your, and how would you even like get to the point where like in England we have Shakespeare, we, we, we have all these stuff we do in our English, but like our writing amen, amen, is so on, different. Your, adjust your earphones a second, your audio is bugging. Oh. Or is it my one? Yeah, I, 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 I didn't find it. Oh wait, no, LS, LS, it's yours, it's yours, it's yours. Is, is it oh. mine? Yeah, it's yours. Like your thing's like highlighting, isn't it? It's yours. It's yours. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Okay, so I don't know what's happening. No, not anymore. Anymore. But you can't hear I, me anymore. I can hear you. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, I can hear you fine as well, bro. Oh, I don't know. Maybe it's just me in it. Like the, the audio, must, like, the audio is just bugging in my head. Like, it's cool. Oh, cool, cool. Sorry about that. Yeah, repeat the question. Repeat the question. All right. So, um, so like as um as as a manga creator from the UK. Um, and not like growing up in Japan where manga was formed and popularized. So you see that with Japanese manga, it was not in just shown that just every type of genre has a typical manga style of writing. Like it's formatted in a certain type of way. Even that anime follows certain type of tropes, like certain type of tropes that's included in the manga. And as we were talking about before, being like the UK doesn't really express creativeness and we all write in a certain type of structure how do you feel you're able to adapt um your writing style to a manga or did you feel like you did need to adapt it to the manga i feel like i didn't i didn't need to adapt and you you asked uh do you think it's a good or a bad thing we don't know yet we have to see how it goes <laughs> <laughs> we have to see how it goes you, to oh, to it. You, do well. you got you got a lot of views so yeah. it's like so it's doing well. Something's doing good. And you got a nine point six seven rating. And that, that's 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 the key in it. If you guys haven't rated it yet, make sure you go rate it. Ten in it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. No, I rate it. I rate it. I rate it. Rate it as well. Ten, man, because it's good. It like it, it's catching. Like it grips you in from the beginning. It's like, rah. Like, no, nah, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So yeah, we'll we'll, fi- we'll find out if it if it worked. No, but I I, I personally um kind of prefer it because. I feel like with um, a lot of mangas I've been reading, I I don't find it, especially with shonen, I don't find it interesting anymore. I was like even rewatching. Um, have any of you guys see, seen um, um, Devil Man Cry Baby? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I remember um, rewatch. I'm rereading the original manga, and then I'm seeing the and then in the manga it's more shonen, villain of the week type thing, mm. and I did like it. But then I rewatched them. The, the new new adaptation of the anime and I feel like it's more graphic it's not just a normal adventure it's more gripping and I kind of find this is kind of what you kind of emulate in yours it's not like villain the we type thing it's more mm. it's built like you said it's building a story yeah thank you thank you bro I appreciate that and I'm happy that you enjoy it I do enough things going well yeah I think um I, I can't remember which one which one of you asked earlier um but one of you said uh what was what's the hardest bit about creating and what's the most yeah, enjoyable? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
and what's the most enjoyable bit? I did, I, I, I went on a tangent about mental health and that, but I feel like the That's most fun. enjoyable bit is obviously we I formed a team and the, some of the team we've disbanded because of things that happen. Um, but when I look back on those memories, I used to think, oh, I'm envious because I miss it. But at the end of the day, when I look back on it now, it's like, it's a sense of nostalgia and you don't realize you're making memories while you're doing it. You're just having fun. Yeah. And I feel like that's the most enjoyable bit. You're making memories. Yeah. Well, to, to that, I do have a, I do have a question quite like, um, because like, like, like we said that most people do have dreams of doing this, but they will never pursue it off of the fear of taking that plunge. Hmm. What advice would you give some, let's say, like you said, you, you had that 13 year old young uh, Micah guy um, comment to you said that this inspired him to keep writing. What advice would you give someone that is young, that's in the UK, that feels like this is a genre of um, thing that they can't really pursue, but they want to, what advice would you give them to yeah. like, throw, just do it? it? It's it's funny because one of my friends, she she's planning on making a manga and she said that she was just lacking motivation and that that does happen because you just think oh what's the point of doing this what yeah. is the point but i'm telling you the hardest bit is chapter one the hardest bit literally yeah it's like it's like an analogy that i used to get, well, sorry to put in one analogy that's for that is like i remember back in the day like i told people before like when i used to first start going gym yeah like people i used to say to, say to people listen when you're there yeah, it's calm like you're doing your thing but getting up and leaving your yard to go to the gym, it's not even that, like, it could be good weather, it's not far. But just mentally, like, the fact that you're getting up to go, that's the hardest part, like. But once mm. you're there, and, like, for example, even what you said, chapter, get into chapter one, that's the hard part. Because once you've started it, it's like, you get into the groove of it. From there, like, it's, well, hopefully it's, like, just non-stop. You just keep going, you keep going, you yeah. keep going. Because you're in it now, you're into it. It's like, like you said earlier at the beginning, when you're enjoying it, it's like, you just won't stop like you won't just because you already started like what's there to be afraid yeah. of now really yeah and it's like even with me like i went on hiatus after chapter three and i'll come back with chapter four next month but um it's like you realize once you started it you don't want to stop man even if you go on hiatus you don't want to stop you want to get to the end and the, like i said the hardest part is chapter one because there's a lot that goes into it. There's a big release and it's nerve wracking. Are people going to accept this? But if you, as long as you're authentic, people like authentic people. Mm. If you, if, if you're authentic with it, people will flock to you. You know what I'm saying? If you're not trying to be someone that you're not and you're not doing this just like, oh, this is a cash grab, please everyone go support. If you're just doing it because it's your story, you want to tell people, people mm. will love, love that and flock to it regardless. No, it's um, there was something I really did want to touch upon, but I, they know how comfortable you're feeling about talking about it. And mm. you um, hinted about like um, mental health and like, um, you know, it impacting your personal life, not just your work, but your personal life. And mm. I'm someone who is a mental health advocate. I go therapy and I deal with like really bad anxiety and panic attacks and stuff. Um, would you, if it's okay with you or if you feel comfortable enough, do you want to touch upon that a little bit? Yes. So recently I was diagnosed with a BPD, which is a borderline personality disorder. And mm. um, obviously I've hinted at this before, but uh, it comes from childhood. So as a child, you face trauma for abuse. And then through childhood, I was living in fear. 
through teenagehood, uh, I was angry. And then through adulthood, I was depressed. But I always kept the trauma to myself. Mm-hmm. And obviously, when you're hiding things, but you're not showing your true personality, your personality starts to change constantly. Yeah. And that's how BPD is formed. And, um, and uh, relationships with someone with BPD, friendships can be quite draining and exhausting. Because like I said, like for most people with humans, we're only meant to experience an emotion and have that emotion. So sadness, we have it, we embrace it. Happiness, we have it, we embrace it. With BPD, you don't get to savor the emotion. You just constantly switch and change, switch and change, switch and change, switch and change. And that's called turmoil. So when something big happens to you, so recently, obviously, I I don't know if she would hear this, but obviously a breakup and whatever, that was a lot of my fault. Uh, Like the breakup, sent me into turmoil uh i became suicidal and yeah so it was just about trying to find my way to overcome that and i feel like i'm on the right path um i have a lot of things that i need to amend for in the past but if i continue the way i am now then hopefully i can amend them and now i know why things happen like i said it would never be a reason there's no excuse but now I know why things happen. Hopefully I can avoid it ever happening again. Did you um, find your creative, use your creativity as in your writing and your stories as a form of outlet or was it just a, or is it just an expression of what type of emotions you're feeling? Did you, well, let, did you use your art to feel you or was it just like a punching bag? Like how did you express this in your creativity? Well, uh, that's where um beauty the breakdown comes in because at first i made it a slice of life and then i made it a superhero so i've I've recently changed it within the last couple months and um the hero himself the main character he has bpd and that's for him to have go through emotional turmoil is how his negative emotions affect people around him and then there's even like uh even what we were saying earlier even with in beauty the breakdown there's another superhero so it's superheroes from different countries and one of them's from america and because he's like he's like the Superman, but he's from America, so he has all this talk, teach about freedom, and he can be what he wants. Whereas the main character is the one from B, with BPD, lives in the UK, and he doesn't have that talk of being freedom or express yourself. He he hasn't been taught that. Okay. That's such a good concept. Thank you. Bro. Yeah, because even touches on it. Even touches up on. Because um, I remember earlier towards the beginning, I remember asking you if you projected any real life things into the character, but obviously you just now mentioned how your main character has um, BPD, which is something that obviously comes from you, like you've described. Um, I was going to ask like, so even though you've already more or less touched upon it, like where, where are, what other things like from that, let's say, let's say interests or anything in real life, would you, have you projected into the show? Cause I even like, cause I saw part of like the abilities, they do horoscopes and Virgo powers and these things. So like, is, yeah, that, yeah, something yeah. That, is that something that, you're also like heavily into like looking, reading into horoscopes and that that you've put into the show. And what other things like that you're also interested having? Um, so, oh boy, how can I say this without spoiling a lot of things? Um, it's like, because I haven't explained the power system in Shade of Red, but it's yeah. like, it's like uh, powers depend on a lot of things. So it's, you, you can get a, a array of powers. It's like devil fruits. Like it depends yeah. on the, it depends on the person where there's um, inherited, uh, blessed, and your own power. So basically, it's like that. So 
I'm, I'm getting into spoiler territory and I can't really say, but you, you will see as the story goes along, as more characters get introduced, you will see how their, their heritage or the person themselves has has the, these certain type of powers. Okay. With um, the BPD and all the um, things you're going through, what did you do to personally, because I feel like this is kind of might, might be helpful for others in this situation. What things did you do? What changes did you make? Did you seek how even seeking help? How were you able to not saying it's completely overcome, but how were you able to deal with it head on? So a lot, so a lot of things. Um, so I took a break from the manga, uh, and I started making music with my friends. Um, we actually have an EP coming out next week, Friday. It's called. Okay. A- yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll plug it. I'll show, I can show you a little preview after if you're on it. But um, but a lot of it, the whole EP is just like there's a lot of like drill music and all that in there where I was able to express my anger at some of the things that happened. Mm-hmm. But then there was a lot of soft songs on there where I also got to express how I'm feeling on there. And um, yeah, so it's called Demons the Blessings because the whole I'll, the whole EP at the beginning is like drill anger. And then at the end, I, I realized that my friends were basically my blessing because spending time around them really helped. Uh, the second thing was obviously starting therapy. So I've started that now uh, to try and improve my behaviors. And the third thing is taking accountability. Uh, taking accountability for, because like it's very easy to say, oh, this happened because of mental health. But at the end of the day, most people or we we do have a choice if you know what i mean and sometimes the choices that you like you have to understand the choices that you make are not always going to be right and you need to take accountability for the ones that want you could say yeah it happened because of the bpd but at the end of the day it happened take accountability for it accept it and then forgive yourself and then if people don't forgive you that's fine because you've forgiven yourself and just try to build steps to make sure that you don't repeat the same mistakes I think that's quite similar to my process is that for me, it was my friends who were able to help me and seeing them and going to them and being able to find with them and also going for therapy, but it's also me saying that I'm in control of this. Like this yeah. is part, part of the things that happened because of was kind of my fault and I needed to take out Billy for that. Yeah. So and, kind of and obviously if you've hurt people around you, it's, it's, it's not, it's never, it's never too late to apologize you know what i'm saying you can I'm not, and you can't apologize to people except of hoping that they're just going to accept it you have to apologize just out of being genuine and have to accept the fact that they might not accept it but at least you've done it and actions speak louder than words don't apologize and then go back and do the same actions apologize but make sure you're building steps to make sure you're changing and and and, and uh, one last thing, I, 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 for anyone that is struggling, um, I can tell you it does get better once you find the right people yeah. or people that accept you for you. I promise you, it does. You, you spoke. If you guys even spoke to me a month ago, I didn't see a way of it getting better, and I feel like no one would understand. But I promise you, it does. So if you're reading this and you're struggling, I promise you, it will, it will get better. I think that's a good. I got but it, 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 it kind of relates to both the creative side and the mental health side with like it get better and you being in the it's better stage and you being in a, in a more safe space do you um and when, when that shows up in your creative aspects in your writing and stuff like that do you feel like because you're in a better space it's enhanced you as a visionary and as a creator 
or do you think like you being in or you being in that space was kind of what you needed? You know how um, the theory, well, not really the theory, the idea is that certain um, musicians need to be in, need to be intoxicated to make certain types of songs or be in a certain type of headspace. Or you know when like, let's say, um, oh, it's like a weekend or oh, weekend went through a breakup, the next album's gonna be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, you being in a more positive headspace, do you think, how do you think that's impacted your writing? Your writing? Well, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, me going through it has definitely birthed a story and beat you the breakdown. Like, it made me, like, relate to the character more because, like I said, beautiful breakdown went through a complete different, like, a complete change. So I feel like, in a way, it was helpful because when people, so if you read Shade of Red, it's an escape from reality. If you read BPD, it's a reflection of reality. And not BPD, Beauty the Breakdown, sorry, it's a reflection of reality. So I feel like that the fact that I've got that under my belt now as well is, it, it, I feel like it's, it, yeah, yeah, going through it really helped me understand more. And I hope that people that read it will be able to uh, maybe see some of themselves in it and and go on the journey as well and hopefully come out of it okay. I like your comparison, the juxtaposition of the two yeah. stories. You called a shade of red uh, a um, escape from reality, a beauty of the breakdown and reflection of reality. I like, I like that. Yeah, thank like, you. Yeah, thank that's you. a good reaction, man. But yeah, man, I think those are good messages to leave off on. Hopefully, we're gonna you can get you on this again when everything you've done. More yeah, 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 hit, yeah. Hit me, hit me up, man. I'm, I'm, I'm I've always have time. I always have time for you guys, no matter what. Again, LS man, thanks for coming on. I'm I'm quite great. I'm quite grateful as well. Like you said, we're the first people in the UK that have had you on this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. I'm best as well. Obviously, actually, yeah. actually, yeah. You got lot just got there before the anime freshman. I don't know if you guys have ever seen anime freshman. Nah, I, yeah. I see. I've seen anime's TV, but not anime freshman. Oh, anime freshman is another UK one. I'm I'm, I'm meeting up with them on the 26th, social distancing, and that of course. Yeah, um, yeah of course. But yeah, but yeah, um, you're meeting up with them. Oh, so, yeah. that, the, the po- oh, the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah anime yeah. freshman. Oh yeah. yeah, I do know anime freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm jumping on with them on the 26th, yeah. but you you lot got ah. me just before them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's lit. Still, ah. hopefully, yeah. well, hopefully, this should be dropping. Today's the 14th, so a week from now should be okay. Next week, it should I be. I want to see him succeed. I'm not gonna lie. Like, you know especially, what? I want to see him succeed. Not even just 100. percent 100. Him, him being a black crate. Him being a black crate is massive, massive. Him being UK yeah. crate is massive. So imagine and it's like it, it's and it's like I remember. I remember the first message I ever sent you like ages ago. It's like it's because it's something that I've always thought. You know how sometimes it's like when you see someone doing something you want to do, but you're not currently doing it. Yeah, you kind of feel like. Some people wish on their downfall, but it's like yeah. I feel proper inspired. I felt proper inspired by. It. I bro, like, I, I, I never, I never, I was gassed. Yeah. I was like, bro, like, bro I never, I never, this. I never really got to thank you even for reaching out to me. Like when I was in my dark places and that, like, you, you did reach out good, to man. me. I, I thank you for that a lot, bro. Like I know it's, I know a lot of people did reach out, and I feel like at the time I couldn't respond because I wasn't in a good place. But it, I carried those messages with me all the time. Man, and I thank good, you. Man, I thank you a lot, bro. I remember the I remember the initial conversation I had with Joe about reaching out, and um, he was like, "Hey, man, there's like a, a black um, there's a black UK manga creator," and he was saying that this is so amazing because let's not that's not even related to manga. It's let's relate to anything creative like podcasting, um, doing like a yeah, brand. Like- that first initial plunge, especially for someone you can 
you can relate to and identify with like it's massive and you kind of want to see that person succeed because no, it hasn't really been done it's such a daring feat the um, feat that you want that person yeah to like, i feel like you said fam, we're all winning like i feel like this is like fam, yeah i grew up in the uk like big anime fans like, we're all winning after this so it's like yeah like there are there are a couple quick round lightly questions i have for you before we leave i'm gonna kind of mm. still from anime freshman yeah. but I'm going to ask you what, what's your favourite anime? My favourite anime is One Piece yeah. You said One Piece you said that at the beginning Favourite yeah. manga Favourite manga Ooh Oh snap fam shit um, are, are we allowed to swear? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, My favourite manga Oh no man You see obviously I had fun reading One Piece but like my hero was like my little baby Wait like, are sp- you still are you still up to date in it? That, nah, 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 I stopped, I stopped, because I'm anime, I'm anime only now, innit? But what, I'm telling you, I, I was reading My Hero when it was a little baby on 10 chapters, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I just cradled that, so My Hero, I'm going to say My Hero, yeah. Let's plug the people. All I'm saying called um, Platinum End before. Platinum End? Yeah. What, the manga? Yeah. I feel like I've heard of it. Because um, it's not an anime yet, but it's just, yeah, it's quite good. Is, it, is, that, is, that, is, that, is that the thing that's kind of like Death Note? Yeah, that one, that yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that Platinum Yeah. A couple more. Favorite favorite anime arc. Favorite anime arc. Oh boy. Wait, Emmanuel, what's your one? Before Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. What's yeah, your well, one? Because I know I know my one. What's your one? My one is the Bleach um Soul Society arc. I was I was gonna say the execution arc for Bleach. I, I, I love but Bleach ain't even my favorite anime, Bleach but that is such a perfect arc. Like it was. It oh, was when you say execution, say 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 execution because people are confused with execution. The last one with like. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm. I'm. Yeah, I'm the Soul Society. Yeah, 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 yeah. The twist at the end with Eisen, the the character building, Ichigo's yeah, training. Thing. I love when Ichigo was getting his bonkai. I love the introduction of all the captains and like how perfect. menacing they were. No, that that that, that was really, perfect, really, really. It was, perfect. it was perfect. I might, I might, I might have to say tuning exam just for nostalgia. I'm not gonna lie. Was built enough. different. It was built different. I can't lie. Everyone, everyone grew up like back then. Jetix on Disney. Yeah, Jetix. Jetix. Rockley versus Garo. Boy. Yeah, nah, nah, nah. There was too That's many enough. moments, bro. Even the forest. I love, 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 but though it's close second, might have to be the tournament arc in Yu Hakusho. I love. Yeah, that's cold. That's cold as well. I love that. I love that. Ever. It's my favorite tournament in anime ever. I don't know. I think tuning exam will always just have a place in my heart. I don't know why. Oh, damn, man. <laughs> I no, it's just so funny because Shade of Red doesn't have one tournament arc. Like, I'll let him say that now. He doesn't have one tournament arc. No, you have to. It's, 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 a, it's, an, it's a manga stable. You have to. Shade <laughs> has it. Uh, um, even um, um, Hunter had it. Even Seven Even It doesn't have to be serious, but remember Seven Deadly Sins had a little yeah. one. Seven Deadly Sins had a little one, remember? That nah, I don't, I, I, I don't was, know. Was, was, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. I might right, surprise favorite, people. I don't know. Favorite ability. Favorite ability. Yeah. You, know, I, you see, if I if I was just to say for looking cool, anything to do with fire, fam. Anything to do with fire. Oh, but I, if I, if I, if I was if I was to pick an ability and put it in real life, it would probably be shadow clones because obviously yeah. you could just you could just do better shadow clones and transformation jutsu, yeah. Itchy. I would have one that's running an Instagram page as a model, getting money from that. 
<laughs> and I've won like I, I turned myself into some rich guy as well go take his money as well you know what I'm saying I'll just I'll just be a criminal I'll be a criminal if I had shadow clones if it was up to me if it was up to me I'll just be a Saiyan like <laughs> That's the thing. Yeah, like, it's not practical. It's not practical. It's like, yeah. No, like, no, it is, it is. It is. I, I'd become a boxer, fam. I'd be no, oh, no, I'd be no, one no. punch man. One punch oh, man. Saying, yeah. No, because being a saying, yeah. you say that Zenkai thing where every time they get beat up, they get stronger, like non-stop. So yeah, like, but like, who, who, who's going to be your real life? No, that, 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 that's the thing. Everyone says... Strong. Everyone says they if they had saying powers, they'd like change the world over for governments now, bro. I just become a boxer and just be the one. There's no boxer, practical right? use with having. Yeah. Do you know how do you know how do you know how rich you could be, bro? You could okay, okay, okay. Except, except for being a professional athlete, there is yeah. no like that, that's just, no. You can just that's be it. a celebrity, bro, bro, bro. Be a circus act, like, just be a celebrity, bro, bro. Like, you you, you got to be a circus bro, act. You said you said being a professional athlete, like that's small time money. I'll be a professional athlete. You know you could do. You know you could do. Yeah, you start your own religion and tell them that I'm the Messiah. Nah, that, no, that's corrupt. That's corrupt. That's corrupt. That's corrupt. <laughs> you're the one, yeah, but bro, you're the one that said you would be a criminal. So how are you gonna judge me? Yo, yo, corrupt? yo! At least, at least, I'm being true to myself and saying, saying I'm a criminal. I'm not influencing people to get involved in criminal activity. Yeah, nah, you said, well, you, you said you'd be a. It's like a control over time, but I can't think of an anime character that has a perfect one-on-one. Eisen has manipulation. That's the only thing I can think about. But I yeah, if I if I controlled time, I'd, I'd I think I'd be a villain as well. Yeah. I can't even lie, but last yeah, one. Actually, we would say oh, he's wait, a favorite no, character, but be... I think his favorite character. He said he's playing my speedruns. Bear in mind, I just want to reiterate: I'm getting this from um, Anime Fresh. So if they ask you, we've already done it, so they can. Uh, do uh, okay. <laughs> favorite, uh, favorite opening. Favorite anime opening. Bleach opening seven after dark. Wait, which one is that? That's is that the... Wait, because my favorite one was either. It's is one that... where Cody is singing in the beginning. What the one just after? Is it the one just after that? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, okay, that's my sec that's my second favourite. My After first favourite uh, is Bleach is, opening is... nine, Veronica. That's my Pick. first. Nah, but Bleach opening seven. Oh, Naruto what Naruto Shippuden opening ten. Yes, I think it's nah, 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 nah. Well, they're doing the weird dance and that. Yeah, I've, I've yeah, yeah, that, that is that is the greatest anime opening of all time. Nah, that one's hard. I can't lie. No, nah, that's a great. No, but then, but then, but then Naruto Naruto Shippuden opening five. Sha la la. It's an Akito. That one's hard as well. Oh, uh, wait, I don't even remember that. I no, you do, it. bro. You do, you do. If, if I play the beginning bit, you remember it. Yeah, wait, which one? Let me see if I can play it. Which no, one? Oh, oh, Naruto Shippuden opening five. Wait, what, what arc is that in? That's the... Uh, it's, like, it's like when it became Sasuke Shippuden. Oh, this one. I can't
Yeah, I same. Like go, go generic and go Acura and uh, Acura, Acura. Ghost of the Show. I can't yeah. like one of my favorites is go, the Cat Returns. All, I even like all the Ghost of the Show movies. Yeah. Like, Joe made me rewatch them and I realized mm. I like all of them. I, 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 I was really I don't know if it's because I saw it in cinema but the Boku no Hero film was hard as well I can't even lie the second one you know, it was second. mad as well like, I don't like, we, I don't we, like we, this was like this time last year me and Eamon mm. here we went to cinema to watch the Dragon Ball Z movie and that it was crazy yeah. and it's crazy like the thing I just find crazy is the fact that like after how like Dragon Ball Z finished like 30 years prior but you have so many people cheering clapping like Going crazy, yeah. stuff in the, cosplay. The fandom is crazy. Fandom it was ridiculous, nice. you know. It was crazy. Yeah, bro, it was me, Joe, and E were in a theater with like yeah. a bunch of people, and you wouldn't even tell so them. So loud, so loud. Watch the movie, and as soon as Broly showed up, everyone. <laughs> as soon as Man, Goku was yeah. it was kind of annoying and yeah. tedious, but it just. I it get just, it though. It, you get it though. You get it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's I the get community it. that anime gives you. It's a community. Yeah. You get it, though. That's the thing. Like, you, you full on yeah. get it. Yeah, because, because you don't meet that. Now, nowadays, I think you kind of do. But before, you don't meet that anime fan. So when you see yeah. someone says, hey, I watch anime or I read manga, you're like, yo, and you're exchanging like all these scenes together. You're exchanging your favorite anime. You talk about the most yeah. ambiguous animes. And yeah. It's, just, it's, that commu- it's that community. It's that anime community. That, that yeah. Because that's yeah, right. Cool. All right. Um, Last two questions. Um, what anime do you think is underrated? Underrated an- enemy. Yeah. Clan of the After Story. I'm not. Re- I'm not. I that either. That's that's one of the saddest things I've ever seen in my life. No, send that to us after as well. Uh, I'm gonna. Mine is mine is this one that Joe says is a. It's, it's, I forgot what it's called. It's like Three Brothers. I know you're talking about Seraph. Seraph, Seraph. Seraph of the End. Seraph of the End. I know yeah, I've, never, I've never seen that. I've never seen Everyone that. Did. I didn't. I didn't. For me, it was a fake Naruto, man. Sit right. down. It's nothing like Naruto. I think it's kind of. Nah, I don't, I don't need that in my life. Bro. What's the last right. question? The last question is Do you have any anime or manga recommendations? Uh, Chainsaw Man. Manga. Uh, that's, that's coming out. That's coming out soon as well. Yeah, when they started calling it depression, man, I, I got it, fam. They started calling that shit is sad as hell. And and um, I don't know if you guys have seen, I, I don't know how to actually pronounce it. Marshall, 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 the, the, the guy who's in a wizarding school, but he just punches up every man, fam. No, I haven't seen that, you know. But you haven't seen Mar- yeah, read me Marshall. It's it's like one punch man, yeah. Yeah. But in Hogwarts and it's just fucking hilarious from a yeah. carnival. Send that to us afterwards, though. Send that to us yeah, afterwards. Yeah. But cool, man. Anyway. Thank you guys for coming on. It's a pleasure having you both. Yeah, yeah, thank you for having me again. No worries. Until next time, everyone. Also, if you want to know where to catch LS, you can catch him on Instagram at red underscore LSF underscore ninety-six. Also, if you want to read Shade of Red. I'm going to put the link in the description of this and well when you see this on the social media pages I'll put the link in the in the comments of that description of the YouTube and you'll find it on this page as well. Maybe everyone.